0: because your body is honestly like the least impactful thing about you. Like, yes, it's the most obvious in terms of what people can visually see. But if you think about your friends and family around you, like you might notice if they're pretty or thin, but it's probably not the reason
1: that you like them. (laughs) You're listening to Relatable and I'm your host, Staff. way that I feel like an actual DJ every time I do an intro because I'm pressing buttons on the soundboard like it is just one of the greatest feelings I just have to know guys I enjoy producing this podcast so much like I genuinely have so much fun I'm like pretending that I'm like hey it's Richard Mercer the love god welcome back to the uh, late night radio show but it's just a relatable podcast here we are guys and as always it is an absolute pleasure to be inside your ear holes on this fine fine Wednesday morning if you're listening to the episode when it drops I hope you've had a fantastic week and if your week has been a little bit shit then I hope this app will make it just that little bit brighter for you. Today we are discussing all things self-love and body image and I thought it was a really nice episode to follow up what we chatted about last week which was of course all things New Year's resolutions and we spoke about how there is so much pressure particularly at this time of year to change things about yourself and your body and Guys, just in case you forgot, we're all here because we want to learn how to be an adult, me included. That's why I'm inside your ear holes. That's why this podcast exists. Part of being an adult is the journey of self-love and self-acceptance. And that is something that is completely unique to every individual. Of course, we've all had different journeys. And I mean, it goes back to from when we're fucking babies. That's where it all starts, right? Because we learn from the people around us. So obviously your carers, people in your family, they're going to have their own issues. They're going to treat trickle down onto you and your relationship with your body is going to start to develop from when you are that small. That's where it all begins. In my case, that's where all the trauma begins. But guys, I, you know, maybe one day I'll share my story in a little bit more detail if and when I feel comfortable to do so. But body image and self-acceptance is something that I have struggled with for many, many years, like going back to probably being 11 or 12 years old. Um, so just no matter how confident someone presents I guess on the outside it's probably just a little reminder that you never really have any idea it doesn't matter what size body somebody lives in what they look like anything like that like everybody has their shit and we're all fighting these internal battles um and you would never you probably would never guess that by looking at some people so yeah that's just a little insight but look the chat with Sammy today was absolutely beautiful you will hear I did get pretty emotional and that's just because some of the things That she said really hit home for me, so I know that no matter where you're at in your journey, you too will take something from this episode. Before we get into our chat with Sammy, just a bit of a life update from me. Honestly, nothing too monumental has happened to me in the past week. That's good, Uh, nothing bad has happened. We're winning. I feel like I need to get a sign like when I'm gonna write up like zero days since something shit has happened. But I just had a little a little bone that I wanna pick. It's not so much like an adulting fail, it's more so just a question. And that is um, why the fuck are bins so expensive? Like I went to Kmart to buy a new bin this morning. $58. $58 for a fucking bin. Are you serious? And that was like the most basic and shit one. And the reason why I need to get a new bin is because the fucking dogs keep going inside the bin. And they keep trying to eat food out of there. Like, doesn't matter if it's inside the cupboard, if you leave the cupboard open like a couple of centimeters, they will wedge their way in there and get into the bin. And it's just, it's a whole saga. If you follow me on Insta, then you will be well aware of that. So I'd just like to know if anyone has any insight to why bins are so expensive, please let me know because we're just out here trying to fucking survive, trying to survive our t- our 20s, our adult life, or whatever stage of life you're in. We're just trying to get through. And then you add a fucking $58 bin on top of that. Like, come on just not fair. It's not fair. Obviously I know it's something that I just need to suck it up and just buy. I probably spent $58 on more stupid things in my time, but, uh, Just wanted to share that with the world. I do have a recommendation for you guys as well. While I was away, I went on a little holiday with my boyfriend, Matt. We went up to the Northern Beaches and had a little staycation. I read a book, which was called It Ends With Us by Colleen Hoover. It's a fiction book, um, but it is a really harrowing and beautiful story told so, so eloquently. Bit of a trigger warning. It does have themes of domestic violence and uh, sexual assault as well. So if you don't quite have the space for that right now, then that's totally understandable. But the story was written in such a beautiful way and I also think sometimes you need a good fiction that's quite easy to read a bit of a page turner to kind of build up your momentum when it comes to reading again and I feel like this book has definitely done that for me so if you want to check it out go to Big W cost me nine bucks I'm sure you can get it from other places but I always like to get my books from Big Doug because how could you say no to a fucking bargain like that So guys, that is my little life update and recos for the week. I think it's time to get into our chat with Sammy. Now, before we do that, just a bit of a trigger warning. We do discuss disordered eating habits in this episode. So if you don't have the capacity for it right now, then I totally understand that. That's absolutely fine. I will also leave the link to the Butterfly Foundation in the show notes. They have some amazing and really helpful resources if you do feel like that's where you want to head right now. Um, but, you know, you might not have the space for it today and that's absolutely fine, but maybe one day in the future you will. Um, like I said, I did get quite emotional in this episode. So, yeah, I think it's going to hit home for a lot of people, but if you don't have the space for it right now, then that's absolutely fine. Check out the Butterfly Foundation and... Um, Yeah, let's get into it guys. I'm really, I feel there's a lot of emotion flying around the room right now because it's just a really, really beautiful episode. And I know that so many of us, no matter what stage you're at in your journey or your life, you will take something from this episode. So let's get into it. Guys, I am so excited to be joined by an absolute powerhouse of a woman today. I have Sammy Rose on the pod. Hey queen. Hi, what a cute little intro. We were just talking before about just being obsessed with each other. So for everyone listening, we're probably just going to fangirl for a little bit longer. (laughs) We may or may not have already been talking for 30 minutes off mic, but we're like, oh shit. Okay. We actually have to get it. we got to get it together. We've got to switch (laughs) on and here we are. So Sammy, do you want to introduce yourself to the class? Absolutely. Um, My name
0: is Sammy Rose. I am a personal trainer, registered counselor and body image coach. Um, So I work with women in Australia as well as around the world as well on um, a range of different things, but mostly just creating a healthy relationship with food and their body, um, finding ways to train that feel really good and really just moving away from the whole diet cycle and that pressure that a lot of us feel Um, and moving into counselling more recently in the last year has been really good too to kind of tap into more of the mindset side of things Um, and yeah, just help people with self-development in general, which has been such a blessing, such a great job.
1: <laughs> and what led you to that job? Because I know from stalking your Instagram for the past couple of years that you've had quite a journey yourself. So what was your journey like to getting to where you are now?
0: Um, well, I guess it was sort of a personal journey that created a, a work avenue for me. Um, I definitely started off just on my own, like, health and finish journey. I have a very long history of dieting since I was a teen, honestly, um, and some history with disordered eating and really negative body image, a lot of pressure around wanting to look a certain way and weigh a certain number. Um, So I kind of got a little bit more serious in my early 20s around like gym-based stuff. I was getting really fit. I was like dieting on and off, just doing my little crazy diets (laughs) that are around um, and then eventually I ended up getting into competing. So I did um, like bodybuilding bikini competitions. Um, I did nine shows in the space of two years, <laughs> Yeah, I know. Um, which was a lot. It was a lot crammed in there. So it was pretty much nonstop for a two, two and a half year period. Um, and throughout that time was definitely my most intense in terms of really restrictive dieting, getting to an extremely low body fat that was really not healthy for me, Um, over-exercising, feeling like crap, pretty much just putting everything to the side and just really prioritising how I looked in the name of, I guess, my quote-unquote sport, which was really just a hobby, but, you know, I was like, I'm an athlete, this is what I do, Um, So I got to a point towards the end of that where I knew it was not healthy for me. I mean, I kind of knew that early on, but I was just so egged on by like people's compliments and the fun of it. And like, you know, actually being on stage was so much fun. So it was like months of grueling work for like one shiny bikini day on stage. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I, I hit a point where I was like, you know what, I can't keep doing this. This is not healthy for me. My boyfriend at the time was like, like, can't keep dating you if we can never go anywhere to eat and like mood swings are insane um so I stopped competing I think it was early 2017 which feels like such a long time ago now um and over the sort of six months directly following that I really struggled with binge eating like quite a lot um I had that on and off I guess for years but it was its most intense then after being like so restrictive for so long And I finally had all this, like, freedom to just eat and be. And I was also so lost without this, like, big identifying thing of, like, I was a bikini competitor. I was like, who am I now? So I went through this whole, like, disordered eating period. Um, I was never diagnosed, but I do believe I would have met the criteria for binge eating disorder at the time. Um, And, yeah, just this whole, like, self-love journey, I guess, because I'd gained quite a lot of weight um, in that short space of time and really struggled with my identity, how I looked. I worried about how other people saw me, especially or being a personal trainer. I was like, I think they're not gonna want to work with me anymore. So it was this whole thing of just figuring out who I was, what I stood for, and like separating myself from that little shredder that I was known as um so that was kind of a tough like six to 12 months of like finding my feet again but since then I've really grown into changing my approach with my clients I guess as I was more strict I was definitely more I was never super strict with my clients in terms of like forcing them to do things as such but I definitely did a lot of like macros and like encouraging them to work harder and I did you know eight and 12 week challenges for clients and really prioritize like fat loss whereas I've slowly shifted away from that in the last few years and really found my own groove with eating more intuitively and just training to feel good Um, so I like to impart a lot more of that to my clients now and I've completely stepped away from any kind of macros and all of that stuff and just really help people to find their balance with training and exercise and self-care in general just kind of what led me to do counseling as well. I was like, okay, there's a lot of this stuff, kind of, I guess, like hairdressers and any of those like service-based roles and how people just like tell you their entire life story. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I was, I was getting a lot of that with clients and seeing um, a lot of the links, I guess, to the stuff that was happening in their lives and the way they were dealing with their emotions as to then how they felt about themselves. Did they channel that into dieting, or exercising Like, did that add to the pressure? Um, So I started um, doing further studies to become a counsellor, to really be able to tap into the mindset side of things. Initially, just to help my coaching clients. I never really planned to actually be a counsellor, but I fell in love with the process. And when I was doing my placement and like early stages of working, I was like, I'm actually really good at this. So I'm going to make a thing of it. Um, So that's been really great to merge into a different space. Um, But yeah, all of it kind of came from my own journey and what I have learned and yeah the lessons along the way for me that I really want to help other people discover um, and kind of undo I guess some of the not great messaging that I was a part of initially which is like I've got a lot of regrets about that
1: But how cool is that? I think that's what gives makes you so beautiful, right? Because you're so vulnerable, and you've been through this yourself, and you're acknowledging that you, I guess, were fueling that cycle of diet mm-hmm. culture and everything like that, and you've been through it yourself. So now, like, I'm just so I'm so proud of you. Aww, <laughs> like, thank you. That's it's such been a beautiful a long road. journey. <laughs> Yeah. And I don't, I don't, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think it's ever like a final destination that you get to, right? Like self-love and body acceptance and everything mm. is an ongoing fucking journey. Yeah,
0: absolutely. It takes work. And I'm definitely at the place where I am most comfortable with my relationship with food and my body than I've ever been before. Like the past probably year or two, I've felt really secure, really good, even as my body's kind of fluctuated. It's like COVID, gym closures, breakup, buying a house, like I've had so much stress and craziness and new careers and all of that good stuff. Um, my body changes along with life and my eating habits change along with, you know, how stressed I am or how tired I am. So I've really made peace with a lot of that and just don't put as much emphasis on it as I used to. Um, so like that's kind of just been really nice to have that weight off my shoulders of, of feeling the difference um, and how different I am to where I was like five six years ago it just blows my mind that I'm like totally a different person <laughs>
1: That's growth, baby. All right, Sammy. We had some questions come through on Insta, so we might jump into them. So, guys, the reason why we're doing this episode is because it's the start of the year. We know that there's a lot of pressure out there at the moment to, I guess, change yourself. Like we spoke about last week, New Year's resolutions, all of that bullshit. So that's why I really wanted to get Mm. Sammy on to kind of debunk a bit of that and just give you a bit more clarity about this time of year and how you can well, uh, how you can equip yourself, I guess, as best as possible to move forward in the next couple of months. All right. So Sammy, we've got, it's hard to be as confident as I was after 15 kilos of weight gain. How can I improve this? It's a really hard one. I think that's one of
0: the biggest things that people struggle with in terms of body image is gaining weight and kind of trying to grieve the body that you had before. Um, I think, it's a natural thing to sometimes look back at photos and wish you still looked like that or be sad about the clothes you don't fit into anymore. Um, But one thing that we've learned is that, you know, dieting is very rarely a a good option in terms of long-term change. It, It doesn't really stick for most people and body acceptance goes so much further knowing that there's so much more to you than that really just helps you kind of zoom out and get a better perspective because where people really place so much value on I looked so much better when I was thinner and everything was easier and you know all of those good things and feeling like oh people won't like me now because I've gained weight or I don't like how I look therefore it affects my confidence okay but what else is great about you because your body is honestly like the least impactful thing about you like yes it's the most obvious in terms of what people can visually see but if you think about your friends and family around you like you might notice if they're pretty or thin but it's probably not the reason that you like them (laughs) so it's really just trying to find like what is great about you that makes you special and by trying to diet and fit yourself into a certain box if that's something you've done before what are the more important parts of you that you've neglected in that process? That's probably the biggest thing that I learned for myself was in my pursuit of trying to be thinner and tickle those boxes and be likable. Yes. I changed my body and I got, you know, people commenting goals on my photos and it was cool to walk around in a little crop top in the gym and not be self-conscious, but so much of my life was neglected through that process that I actually wasn't that much of a likable person. I was not as good of a friend. I was not as good of a partner. I wasn't as spontaneous. I was tired all the time and throughout gaining weight and like letting go of the pressure of how I looked, I found so many more great qualities in me that I know of what people would actually, you know, Be sad about if I pass away. Like, no one's going to stand up at your funeral and be like, oh, I'm really sad that she wasn't 15 kilos lighter. Like, that's people are not going to care about that. But what kind of impact can you make on other people that is going to take you so much further? So, trying to zoom out in that way, I guess, is important. And just also figuring out, I guess, in terms of the weight gain, are there any self care aspects that have maybe let slip throughout that process that have contributed to the weight gain? that you can change purely as a focus on feeling better so for example have you not been eating as many vegetables are you not as active if there are any elements of that are you really stressed and not managing that and that's contributed to late night snacking where are the self-care elements that you can add back in whether it changes your body or not you're certainly going to feel a lot better really just putting good energy into yourself because it's far harder to hate a body that you're taking really good care of. So it's always good to start there.
1: I love that. And I think like, especially at this time of year, a lot of people go into it with aesthetic goals, but in my opinion, I think that if you move forward with wanting to change your body and if you're the way you eat and the way you move is focused around the way you look, I don't think you'll ever be happy. Like I think like you'll get to that point and you'll be like, oh, "Okay, now I'm just going to find something else that I hate about myself." So, I love that you have such a like a a soft and I guess compassionate approach cuz self-compassion is like the most important thing when it comes to the whole journey of body image and acceptance.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, I lost I was there was probably about 25 kilos difference between my highest and my lowest weight and when I was my smallest there were elements of me liking my body more like I was slightly less self-conscious in terms of like I knew I could go to the shops and get clothes that would fit me and all of that stuff but I was still self-conscious I still nitpicked everything I would still take a million selfies on a million angles before I could pick one and like it just yeah my like self-worth was so tied to how I looked even more so I guess because I was getting that validation that it was really really hard to be like oh like things were better when I was thinner mm, actually no like it didn't fix my body image issues it still made me paranoid just in a slightly different way so like your goal weight and that kind of body isn't necessarily going to make you happy it just feels like such a unimportant thing in the end
1: And when it comes to people making comments about your body or about your weight, what are some ways that we can, I guess, pivot those conversations? Because I find those comments incredibly toxic, no matter who you're saying them to, Mm. because you don't know what someone's journey is to, you know, looking like that in their body. Um, So what are some ways that we can, I guess, yeah, deter that conversation or put boundaries in place when it comes to people making those comments? It depends on the situation. I guess if it's on social
0: media, block, tune it out. You know, if someone is making negative comments, like I'm honestly just like a straight up block and delete kind of gal. Um, but if it is people around you, even if it's positive comments that make you uncomfortable, if it's just people commenting in general around how you look, what you're wearing, what you're eating, um, boundaries are really important. So I suppose it just depends on the dynamic of that particular person, but I'd always just recommend like sitting them down if you need to, and saying, Hey, like, I know you often make comments like such and such. Um I'm really trying not to pick apart my diet as much or I'm really trying to have less focus on my body. Can you, you know agree to not have these kinds of conversations anymore? Um, doing that from the get-go can be helpful if you are like intentionally on a bit of a journey in that direction, but otherwise, call it out as it pops up I know it's not always that easy it really does depend on who it is and some people's family members and things like that it can often be so ingrained and that is the hard thing because no matter how much we work on our own mindset and shift along into more you know body acceptance not everyone will come along on that journey with us and sometimes it's also like a generational thing Um, you know people of like our parents ages and older in particular like diet culture was so rife throughout like 70s 80s 90s like that's when I was growing up and I know like my mom used to diet all the time and even like she would still make comments now and then and think nothing of it because it was quite normal at the time so also trying not to take it personally and just kind of knowing all right this is not particularly like not as directed at me and it is just like a learned behavior from these people that they just think that this is a normal thing to comment on like you was so frequent even like when I was a teenager everyone would talk about everyone's bodies and like it's all over magazine covers it still is now but slightly less I guess um but yeah just saying hey look that makes me uncomfortable or when you say such and such it really takes away from our time together like if you want to be continuing to spend time with me these kinds of topics are off the limit, and it's just about really being firm in your convictions around that, and saying like these are the things that I don't want discussed And if they pop up again, I'm going to tell you this is not okay. Um, I actually did a reel not long ago as well that um, has a few little like mini scripts, um, so it might be good for people to check that out as well. It's um, I think it was around Christmas time. Um, that had a few like you know change the subject, like a few little ways that you can like deflect the conversations, but Yeah, in general, like boundaries are so important and it's okay to step away from someone if they're making you uncomfortable in that way. Like you don't have to reward someone with your presence if you lay a boundary and they refuse to respect that. Um, So sometimes you just have to say, I'm not going to spend time with this person until they stop saying stuff like that. It can be really hard if it's like, oh, you're really eating that or gosh, you've gained weight. Like it's such like a grandma thing, I feel. (laughs)
1: Oh yeah, big time. Like, oh, getting another plate of food. Like, fuck off, Nana. Yes, I am. (laughs) Yeah. I have tried to set boundaries
0: where I can, but sometimes like people don't even realize that what they're saying is toxic. So that's where I'm like, I already set this boundary. They clearly don't see that this particular thing that they're saying is problematic. Like I either step away, change the subject, go to another room, or just like pretend it didn't happen. Doesn't mean that it feels great, but In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit
1: other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. We love the boundaries, guys. B word, not boobs. <laughs> boundaries, our favorite word. All right, thank you so much, Amy. All right, let's jump into the next question. How do you deal with losing the progress you've made at the gym and starting to judge your body again? In
0: terms of progress at the gym, firstly, you can always get stronger again, you can always get fitter again, it takes work to maintain that stuff. And it's totally normal to have phases where you're more into it and progressing and then times where you do take a little bit of a step backwards. So it really comes down to assessing, I guess, why it is that you've gone backwards. Is it that maybe what you were doing before to make that progress wasn't healthy or maintainable for you and in that case maybe like losing a little progress is important if it means not overworking yourself in the gym um or are there life circumstances that have changed were you getting a lot stronger and fitter when you had the time and energy to train five six days a week for an hour and maybe now you have a busy job with a commute or you've had kids that you've got to look after at night or you haven't been well or There are so many reasons that your lifestyle will have to change and maybe you can't train that much anymore and naturally you're probably not going to be as strong and fit. Like being compassionate towards yourself as to some of the contributing factors, it's not necessarily like an excuse, but it's an explanation as to, okay, there are reasons why things have changed. If it is just you had a lull, you haven't been training as frequently just because, all right, well, you can get back into it. It's it's not the end of the world to not be at your peak. At all times um, so just figuring out what is actually realistic for you are you comparing where you're at now to something that just doesn't suit where you're at in life anymore and that is actually not realistic for you to be that strong or fit or frequent like that is okay it's not the end of the world but where you can all right is it just that you just need to slowly get back into it and appreciate the, the journey again because it's kind of fun to get stronger. start from scratch I actually low-key kind of love that like it's hard to be like oh I can't lift as much as I used to but then seeing yourself get stronger so much faster is like all right now I know once I'm in the groove once I've been like training again for a few weeks after a break like I can see the numbers going up all the time and I love that I thrive off that like development um so yeah, just kind of being kind to yourself in the process. Look, it's natural to notice bodily changes, but I think trying to have as much of a non-judgmental lens as possible is really important. And just saying, okay, sometimes your body changes along with your habits, but focus on the habits and the and the healthy, like genuinely good for you kind of behaviors. If your body changes along with that, great. Right? And if not, at least you're doing things that are really good for you. So in terms of I guess yeah picking yourself apart it is a really hard one but coming back to I guess the previous question it's what are the other things that are more important about you at this time and maybe have you been less frequent in the gym because you've just started your own business and you're putting all of your time and energy into that okay maybe your body has changed along with that but think about the progress that you've made in your business or in your personal life like it can be really hard to do everything all at once right sometimes we have to prioritize one thing and slightly forego another and you know finding that little sort of seesaw to balance it out is really tough so again it's all right maybe you don't look exactly the way you would like to maybe you're not exactly as strong as you used to be but is there anything that's been going really well in your life that has taken the forefront? And can you celebrate that and say, all right, well, I'll just, I'll work on health and fitness in the the process, but I'm really proud of doing such and such. Or is it just fucking hard? There's been lockdown. Like you can't beat yourself up for things like that. Of course it's going to be so much harder for you to kind of stay on top of things, but trying to focus on other things that are great about you that aren't just about your body will be really helpful in I guess like accepting where you're at now, even if it's not where you want to be. It's I don't have a problem with people wanting to make changes to their body or like wanting to get fitter. All of that stuff is more than fine. But beating yourself up now in the process and being like, ugh, yuck, I can't see myself in the mirror, it's not really going to be very motivating for you. And so many people do that. I think they're like, oh yeah I'm going to keep weighing myself so I see how fat I am and I you know depress myself into going to the gym tomorrow and it's like that's actually like the most unmotivating thing that you can do because that is never going to be a positive like health promoting style of motivation it really needs to come from an element of self-care and it's okay what can I do that's good for my body is training is much good for my body or is it going to run me into the ground and mean that I am not sleeping as well or I don't have time for other things that are important to me so trying to find a routine that feels really good genuinely however your body looks as a result of that is not as important as doing things that help you feel really good and prioritizing like what lines up with your values mm. more than anything
1: wowza this is literally free therapy for me <laughs> I feel like I always like ramble so much when I answer questions. So sorry if
0: they're so long, winded I'm like, oh my God, so many words. No, don't
1: apologize. (laughs) The answers have been incredible. So when we do catch ourselves, I guess, in those moments of negative self-talk, or if you're looking in the mirror Mm -hmm. and you're like, oh, I look a bit gross or whatever goes through your head, how Mm -hmm. can we stop ourselves from doing that?
0: Oh, I love this. Okay. So one thing that I do with my clients is I often will ask them to write a list of good things about themselves, Right. And I try and push them for at least 20 things. And you will be surprised how many people easily can get to 20, but then also how many people get stuck at like four or five and really have to be prompted. But I would encourage everyone listening to do this, to just write a list of good things about you that you like or that other people would appreciate about you. Some like skills, personality traits, what are you good at? What are you proud of? Like Things that make you you and keeping that list handy and then when you catch yourself getting stuck in a negative thought it's very common we have bajillions of thought I mean I don't know the exact number of thoughts we have in a day but thousands and thousands of thoughts in a day a lot of them can be negative but we have the power I guess to redirect those thoughts and so referring back to that list of good things can be really helpful if you're stuck on a negative thought like if you are about to jump in the shower and you pick yourself apart because you saw your stomach and you don't like it today and you're feeling like oh I look gross I don't want to go anywhere because I don't like how I look and then that starts to overshadow your day you have know that feeling where like i just can't shake this and now my day is ruined <laughs> so all right have a shower get out go to your list of good things and pick something on the list and try and think of as many examples of it as possible so if one of the things on your list style would be that you're so fucking funny like you are hilarious and i don't know how you come up with this stuff it blows <laughs> up like literally cackling at night when I watch the TikToks so they send me so to be like okay I'm funny I've written that on my list can I think of as many examples as possible of how I have bettered someone's day by being funny is that not more impactful than how your stomach looks absolutely like so really trying to come back to that list of good things it can be so so helpful keep it in your phone or keep it handy by you and if you're getting stuck on that negative thought pick one thing on that list try and just focus your thoughts on as many of those positive examples as possible and just gives you that little perspective of like okay yeah like maybe I don't love my body today and that's okay you don't have to look in the mirror and be like I wouldn't change a thing in order to you know be body positive it's all about just accepting all right well I can't do anything about this right now but also this isn't the only defining thing that people like me for pull out my list think of some more examples. Maybe it's, you know, a particular skill or are you really great at your job? Like that's one that I come back to often with my list of good things is I know I'm good at my job Maybe not every single second of the day, but for the most part, I make a big impact on clients. I know that even if I'm having a funky body image day, that doesn't change my ability to do my job. That doesn't change the insights that I share and the motivation that I provide them and the safe space that I create for them to talk through things and have these amazing breakthroughs. Like my body does not impact that, but I have such an impact in doing that work that I'm like, who cares how I look, honestly. And it, it really helps to shake it off and be like, ah, okay, so I don't love my body today that's cool. Here's all these things
1: that I have that I can love. Oh my God. I love that. I like literally got goosebumps just when you were saying that, that is so, so beautiful. I love that so much. And like, I think we, we never sit down and actually think about what are the good things about ourselves. It's so easy to pick yourself apart and say all the shit things that you hate, but then what about all those other things? I love that. I actually feel emotional just after hearing that. Yeah. Well, imagine if
0: we put as much time in obsessing over the things that we liked about ourselves versus how much we obsess about the things that we hate like think about something that you pick on about yourself and how much time and energy you give to that and how much can overshadow your day like I remember times where I was just consumed by how much I hated my body or thoughts about what I was going to eat and how that was going to impact how I looked and it was just like I would say probably like of my day at like my worst times where I was just consumed by it and I just think like imagine all the things I could be doing with that time like I'm never going to get that time back now but that's why I guess I'm so committed to just all right if I notice I'm having a negative thought that's okay I'm just not going to get stuck on it and I'm really going to try and focus on What good I can put into today, what I can love about myself, what other people appreciate about me, and just not give as much time to the bullshit and try and just give more time to what actually matters.
1: I'm literally getting tears in my eyes. That is so like. Oh, I can see it. That is beautiful because, like, because I've been there, like, I've been that person who, like, my Mm. whole. Oh, okay. Crying on the podcast—it's the second time I've cried. Aww. You know, I—I've I've, I've been that, that person cool? who's like, so much of my brain space was taken up by thinking about my body yeah. and what I was going to eat and all of that. And it just is so beautiful to hear you speak on the other side of that. And I'm—I'm I'm on my way. I'm heading there. Like, I'm making a lot of progress. Yeah. But to hear you speak about it the way that you do, I'm just like, it's possible. Like, it gives me a lot of hope Absolutely. knowing that you can get there. And like we said, guys, like, it's not. An end destination. It's an ongoing thing. And this is something that we always have to be, I guess, mindful of. And I just like, I'm going to go write my list. I'm sorry. We got to stop the podcast. (laughs) You should.
0: (laughs) Please do message me after because I bet there will be so many things. And if you get stuck, like ask friends or family members, be like, hey, look, I'm just doing this little self development thing. Can you just let me know three things that you like about me or that you appreciate about me? And then send them three things back. And then it's this cute little friendship bond that you have. Because I've had clients do that and be so surprised at the three things that their friends choose. And they're like, wow, like I didn't know that that thing was so like impactful. I didn't know that people saw me in that way. And so it's actually a really like helpful exercise. And it seems like such a silly little thing, but like having that list, doing that list, seeing it all add up and then coming back to it, to use it, to redirect those thoughts. Is so so powerful because even me now like I'm quite body confident but I still have my moments where I'm like oh you know I liked myself better in this phase of life or I wish I was a couple of kilos lighter I don't get stuck on the thoughts but I still have them now and then and I just try and actively like fight against them and not not change my behaviors based on those thoughts whereas I think that's where I used to get really stuck is like I would have a moment of negative body image and then I would train more or restrict my food or spend the whole day thinking about it and now I'm like hmm, I'm just observing I'm just having a negative thought it's a normal human experience to have um but you know I can think a few more positive things and I can just try and move past it as quickly as possible and now I just like yeah I don't get stuck on it I don't spend as much time dwelling it doesn't mean I'm perfect and I would never have a bad day or never have a negative thought again but I think just yeah giving less time to it is such a weight off your shoulders
1: oh you're an absolute queen I'm coming up to Brisbane right now (laughs) please do (laughs) I think what comes to mind for me when you were saying that is kind of like we always talk about love languages when it comes to other people but love Mm -hmm. languages with yourself like for me writing like I'm a big journaler I love writing things down and my one of my love languages is words of affirmation so I think like Like Mm. we so freely give that to the people that we care about. But like, what about ourselves? Absolutely. And that is, yeah,
0: such a great point. And there are so many ways that you can use that. Like it can be journaling. It can be a list of good things. Maybe um finding some quotes that really resonate with you and having them like written up around or on a pin board or on your phone, like having if words of affirmations of things that speak to you, there are absolutely ways that you can use that for yourself. And if it's things like maybe if someone's love language is like physical touch, okay, well, you know, there's one way that you can get physical touch for yourself, all for that, um, great stress relief. But even things like, okay, is moving your body a way that you can get that sense of physical touch, like going to the gym, feeling like that connection between your brain and your body. Is it getting a massage or having a long bath, like putting like beautiful lotion, massaging that into your skin after a shower, like figuring out what your love language is and how you like to receive love and learning how to show that to yourself is so amazing. Like acts of service could be like, I don't know, getting ahead of your to-do list, organizing some appointments, booking, a PT session so that someone else can train you instead of you having to think about it yourself, like little things like that. What are the other love languages? I always forget them. Uh, Quality time. And that's gifts. Like, and gifts. Well, gifts, you can, you can buy yourself whatever you want, but even Get if it's yourself. things like um, like buying a new self-development book or investing in a course or, you know, doing something to upskill for your future, putting money aside, like all of those would tick off the gifts. Quality time is literally just like, if quality time is important to you with other people, like do you actually get that for yourself? Or are you constantly connected to a phone and working and talking to people and looking after a family? Like, do you actually get enough time on your own to just like breathe? That's one thing that's really um changed a lot for me in the last few months. Is I've been working myself crazy amount of hours, obviously trying to add on counseling on top of an already existing business in this past year has been a lot and I've worked Sunday through to um, almost seven days but this year I've been like okay I'm at least going to take Saturdays off but I was still working six days a week not every day was a full day but still it's a lot in a quite like emotionally heavy role with counselling but also with coaching people tell me things and I'm dealing with lots of different people's energies um, and I've just become so accustomed to working that many days of the week but it's been really taxing and it's not about the hours that I spend working, but it's about not having enough hours also to myself to refill my cup. So figuring out where those boundaries are for me has really helped me. Like now I've changed my complete like schedule for this year. Now I'm only doing four days a week that are client facing. And a fifth day is like an admin catch up day with my clients and I'm having weekends off and that feels amazing. Um, but like even in the last few months before I've been able to make that change, it's putting my phone down for certain times of the day and just like trying to breathe, like do a little meditation, which is really hard for me because my brain does not slow down. I have ADHD as well. So it's like always on the go and I struggle to meditate, but I'm like, okay, I'm at least just going to be here. No phone, put some music on for at least 15 minutes, trying to get back into reading to have that like quiet wind down time. So any like time you can put into yourself in that way, like if quality time is important to you, like are you getting enough of that? Can you schedule 15 to 30 minutes a day at least to just be by yourself? If you're coming home to kids, can you sit in the car for, you know, 15 minutes and just like breathe and just chill and listen to some music before you go into the craziness? Like it's so important and I know it's a luxury. Maybe not everyone has, but surely people can find at least, you know, 10, 15 minutes somewhere in the day. It's so important.
1: Sitting in the car for me is my meditation. I just sit there for sometimes it'll be like an hour, but guys, yeah. I think it's important to know that obviously looks so different to everyone. Like you said, to yeah. me, it's a luxury that some people, uh, I guess, aren't able to have, but find mm. whatever that looks like for you and however you can make that work in your life. But I love that so much. Um, mm. so what can, what are, some, I guess, three things that someone can do today to start loving themselves more?
0: Um, firstly, the list of good things, very important. I know I said to do it before, but I'm telling you now, I really want you to do it because it can be super impactful. So, really just focusing in general on like what else do I have to offer that is not about how I look, what I weigh, you know, all of those kind of superficial things. I'm not saying that you can't care about them at all. It's okay to care about how you look, but not when that's all you care about and all you put worth into. So really like zooming out and saying. What else can I focus on that will add more value to the people around me or that makes me feel fulfilled and happy and like content with life? And where can I put more energy into that stuff? That would be one that's really important. Um, Another, I guess, is like curating your social media feed is super important. We, I mean, obviously TikTok kind of does its own thing with the algorithm, um, but Instagram, at least you're far more in control of what you see. Um so trying to really do a little bit of a stock take on like am i following anyone that is spreading a message that is not helpful um do they have any like disordered eating or body image issues that are rubbing off on me um or even like do i just purely follow them because they're pretty or have a good body and there's nothing else that they add to my life except just looks they have to go it's not helpful and trying to find more people to follow that do spread a positive message diversify your feed. follow different shapes sizes colors you know people of all different looks that you resonate with their energy their happiness their confidence like that was one really big thing for me in my weight gain journey was trying to follow people of all different body shapes and seeing like well look how confident these people are in this body like even if that's not the body I looked like or would want to look like or anything like that just knowing I guess breaking away from the whole like I always thought I had to look a certain way and the people with the blonde hair and the abs and this and that, that's what I was like, that's confidence and that's it for me. Whereas now like seeing that so much broader has been really helpful. And I would really encourage everyone to just have a think about when you're scrolling, like, is there anything that you can change there that you are in control of? Because that would be really helpful to just have more of those like good vibes. Um And third one, I guess, is, yeah, always really trying to, like, align your actions with your values and come from a place of self-care. So if you are wanting to change your body, I'm not going to say that you can't try. But what I really want you to focus on is, is this going to do good for my body and mind in terms of how frequently you're training, what you're eating, if you are purely changing your eating to restrict just to look a certain way? like ask yourself like is that genuinely what's going to be good for my body and mind or am I going to be hungry cranky lower in energy like if there are things that you're sacrificing in your overall wellness just to look a certain way it's not going to be the best thing for you and then you're going to be taking unhealthy methods to look a certain way and then have to stick with those unhealthy methods to maintain this body that you've worked so hard for whereas trying to say okay What is a realistic amount of exercise that I can fit into a week? Is it just three or four times, but they're really good workouts that I put time into instead of rushing to get a fourth or fifth session? Okay, well, that's what I'm going to do. That feels really good for me. Gives me time to recharge in between and not, um, I don't know, like have to skip out on work or social things to make it how can I eat that will better my body and mind do I just need to focus on adding in more fruit and vegetables and think about what good you can add to your health and fitness routine instead of what you have to take away so don't be cutting anything out that's not good for you either and it's just yeah like where can you add the good things that will be from a self-care lens from like a, a health promoting behavior even things like do you drink enough water? Do you sleep enough? How are you managing your stress? There's no way that you can feel as connected to your body as possible if you're ignoring some of the really key parts of your overall wellness. And I guess that's, yeah, another thing that I have really prioritized is I used to just be about like the training and the nutrition and all the macros and like that was what was like health and fitness to me. And now I'm like, okay, but I know if I'm not sleeping enough. I'm low in energy the next day working out is a struggle. I don't want to get up and do a walk or anything. I end up craving sugar later in the day because my body's just trying to keep me freaking awake. So I don't make great food choices. So prioritizing my sleep is actually something that's more helpful than anything that helps set me up for the next day. So all of those things go hand in hand. So yeah, in summary, I guess just try to prioritize like, what good can I add to better my body and mind? And that's what you need to do. Don't, don't worry about doing any extremes or anything like that because it's, it's not going to feel as good as just genuinely looking after yourself
1: from the inside. I want to jump through the screen and give you a big cuddle right now. You're so beautiful. Thank you so much Aww. for coming on the potty today. Sammy, if we do want to find you on the interweb, where can we find you?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, best place is
0: probably go straight to my Instagram, um, Sammy Rose, S A M I, just one M. Um, I have a link in my Instagram bio that has all of the details on coaching, counseling. I also offer free 15-minute consultations if people aren't sure what is the best way to work with me. Um, And I have a program launching on January 24th. I'm not sure if this will go live before that or not, Um, but I have an eight-week coaching program called Befriending Your Body, which is all about breaking up with binge eating working through your emotional eating triggers um you know bettering your body image all of that stuff around helping you make peace with food in your body um so that is an amazing program that i would love to have anyone on if you're interested um but yeah jump through my instagram and it is all on there i answer all my dms as well so if anyone ever
1: has a question hit me up i love to chat Oh My goodness, I hope you guys are feeling as good as I am after my chat with Sammy. If you did enjoy today's episode, please make sure you take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram. Let's get the word out there. People need to know about Relatable. Everybody needs to learn how to be an adult and how to survive. As always, you can find us in the Relatable Podcast Facebook community. I will leave the link in the show notes. And guys, if you have any requests for episode topics, please let me know if there's any pending adult skill that you just have no fucking idea how to do, slide on into my DMs and let me know because I want to make sure that I am bringing you guys the best content possible. Look, I might be a little bit sad to be doing this sign off today. I really do miss you already and cannot wait to be back inside your ear holes next week. See you guys!